Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Good afternoon to you. I'm Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Mann, how are you doing today? Doing great, man. Can you believe it? We're uh, about a week, what, two weeks away from uh, Thanksgiving. I never thought it would come this quick. <laughs> it's it's just around the corner here, and we're going to have to start uh, stockpiling the fridge, I guess, Dr. Man, in anticipation. Oh, you better. Yeah, you better because, uh, what, supposedly if you don't have your turkey in time, you might not get one. Yeah, that's a, another impact of these supply chain disruptions and shortages that we need to be aware of. So go go out and get your turkey after this show if you haven't already. That's that's our advice to you. Well, Dr. Mann, we've got a wonderful show lined up today. We're going to be talking about the causes of cavities and how to prevent them. This affects everyone. And Dr. Mann, I think most people learn at an early age that eating too much sugar causes cavities. But you know, in doing this show enough times with you, you say that's only one of the culprits so what are the other causes that we need to be aware of when it comes to cavities yeah i think from an early age you know we're told so everybody's pretty much educated on sugar causes decay well it 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 does cause decay but it's not the true cause uh the true cause is the bacteria um in our mouth the plaque that's on our teeth if we didn't have that black uh bacteria in our mouth we could eat all the sugar we wanted and we wouldn't get decay. We might get diabetes, but we wouldn't get decay. Uh, might might gain a few pounds. But that 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 bacteria on the um, on our teeth um, is really what causes it. And uh, how we remove that plaque plays a real big important part of how much we get. Um, the other factor that uh, most people don't know about is uh, acid. Um, acid plays a big part also in um, causing decay. The, the bacteria that uh, gets on our mouth that, you know, the plaque, it loves acid. In fact, when we eat sugar, it turns the sugar into acid, which then causes holes in our teeth, which is what a cavity is. So, you know, there's a lot of acid in things that we think might be good for us. For instance, fruit, orange juice. Um, if you're uh, drinking orange juice, a lot of it, you will get decay, um, even though you think it's, oh, it's high in vitamin C, it's a fruit. Even if you eat a lot of citrus, you can get decay because it has a high acid content and uh, oranges and other uh, sweet citrus have a high sugar content. So you mix those two together and that plaque, that bacteria just loves that environment. And not only does it, um, you know, create cavities, but it starts um, replicating because it says, hey, we got a great environment here. So we're going to have kids. So it starts replicating itself, and the next thing you know, you got a large amount of that bacteria in your mouth that's causing that decay. So um, those are those are the three major things. Now, one of the things that we see, some people say, "Oh, well, I'm very prone to getting decay." Well, there are some um, instances where, uh, when our teeth come in, we lack enamel, um, and not everybody has this issue, but there are some certain conditions um, where some of our teeth or a few of our teeth can come in and uh, we call it demineralization where they come in demineralized. They are at a higher risk of getting decay than say a, a tooth that comes in that is fully mineralized. So there are certain conditions that create an increased risk, but I hear a lot of people come in and they say, Oh, I'm, I'm at a higher risk, you know, I have soft teeth. Well, the majority of people don't have soft teeth. It usually is 
one of the culprits I just talked about, sugar, acid, and they're not brushing their teeth effectively. Well, those are some things that we need to be aware of. And Dr. Man, diet and our habits, of course, play a big factor in minimizing decay in our mouth. So talk to us a little bit about how important these are. Well, you know, we think of candy as the big culprit um, of causing decay. But, you know, there's different types of candy. We've talked about on our show before. Chocolate, for instance, is not that bad for your teeth. Um, especially if you get one of the higher end chocolates that are 70, 80% uh, cacao or um, that's, that's dark chocolate, it doesn't have a lot of sugar in it, but it also dissolves very quickly. Um, your sticky candies, your chewy candies, those are the ones that get into the grooves of the teeth and stay there. And exposure time is the big key. Um, I always tell people when you're, when you're eating sugar or drinking sugar, exposure time is, is what causes the most decay. Um, one of the biggest culprits that we see is soft drinks. Um, juice, drinks, soft drinks are probably the two biggest culprits for decay. Not so much what we eat, but what we drink. And we have to be really uh, attuned to that because a lot of people think that they can sip on, say, one Coke or they sip on a juice drink all day long. Oh, it's only one. I'm not going to get decay. Well, again, it goes back to that exposure time. Exposure time plays a big key. If you're giving that bacteria sugar and acid on a regular basis throughout the day, then you're going to get more decay than someone who just drinks that, um, that soft drink or that juice drink really fast. Um, you're going to get a lot more decay if you sip on it. So I'm um, always tell people if you, you know, if you have to have, you know, your caffeine, your diet, uh, drink in the morning or your, 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 uh, Coke, regular Coke in the morning for caffeine, drink it quick. Don't sip on it. Same with coffee. If you put sugar and cream, you definitely want to drink it fast. You don't want to sit and sip on something all day long. And uh, But uh, in general, I would say drinks cause more decay than sugar uh, foods because sugar foods we eat and we get full and we don't sit there and do it consistently. Now, hard candies that we put in our mouth that take a long time to dissolve, yes, you have an increased risk for decay versus something like chocolate. But remember, um, anything that has sugar or acid regardless of whether it's diet, um, can cause decay. So you have to minimize the exposure time um, so that that decay doesn't occur. That's a good tip. So if you're eating something that may be bad in terms of cavities, eat it quickly, and that may help you out just a little bit more. Well, Dr. Mann, we are going to take a short break here. I want to remind everyone that if you want to schedule an appointment to see Dr. Mann, you can do so by going online to smileman.com. Man has two ends at the end. Smileman.com is Dr. Man's website. As I said before, you can very easily book an appointment online. You can view information about the many services that Dr. Man and his team perform, as well as find the nearest location to you. Dr. Man has three offices, one in Cary, one in Garner, and one in Fuquay, Verena. Go to Smileman.com to learn more. Or you can call the office if you prefer to do that, 919-462-9338. 919-462-9338 is the phone number. A quick break and back with more on cavities. Stick around. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic.
You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Be sure to learn more about him by going online to smileman.com. Smileman.com. Man with two ends at the end. That's Dr. Man's website. You can learn a whole lot more about him there. We're talking all about cavities, what causes them, how to prevent them. And Dr. Man, let's let's focus now on toddlers and children because they have a harder time removing the plaque or in the sugar bits of the food that they eat off of their teeth. So will you give our listeners who have young children some tips to help create Good brushing habits earlier on, and I'm I'm doing this in uh, in self interest, Doctor Man. <laughs> oh yeah, well I, I always tell parents, uh, you know, start as you mean to go. Um, you definitely want to start in the you know one to two year old range, really when they start first getting their first teeth in, um, using those little fingertip brushes to get in there, whether it's a cloth or whether it's a little brush. You want to start getting that sensation of having uh, the finger or a, or a toothbrush in the mouth early on, early as you can. And then when the toddlers get to that age and you know at about two, probably about three, uh, they want to do everything themselves. Uh, they don't want parents to do anything. Um, I would let my child start brushing their teeth by themselves and let them start doing it. Um, and then you come back afterwards and, uh, you you look you you follow up with the with the brushing to make sure that they got all the uh, um, plaque off. But there are some great tools out there. There's um disclosing solution that you can buy, and basically it's a rinse. And I always uh, have I tell my parents um let your child brush their teeth, and then have them rinse with the disclosing solution. And that disclosing solution will show them where they the plaque that they missed because it turns it um. A color, whether it's blue, red, or whatever uh, color you decide to buy, and then the child can go back and brush that color off their teeth, and that's brushing the plaque away. And then it shows them, hey, this is where you're missing. You're not brushing um, properly. Uh, try to do better next time and get less color in your mouth when we rinse with this, and let it be a game. And uh, that way, they start learning the proper way to brush their teeth, and for how long they really learn. Hey, you got to brush your teeth for at least uh, two minutes to get all that plaque off. Um, And then, you know, when they reach a certain age where they have the dexterity, um, they can start flossing their teeth. You know, a lot of cavities start in between the teeth because we can't, our brush can't get in between our teeth. So we really have to, um, you know, floss to get that, uh, that plaque away or else we start getting what we call interproximal decay or cavities between our teeth. But it's never too young to allow your, uh, your toddler or your, um, young child to do it, do it themselves. Um, because that basically is the key for starting, uh, the habits early so that they have those good habits as they, um, grow up and leave the house. Because, um, I see so many kids that go to college, um, that come back after their first semester, first year, and they have a lot of decay. And a lot of it is, you know, they go to bed without brushing their teeth and they start drinking a lot of, uh, soft drinks, uh, to stay up studying and things like that. So, um, we got to we got to you know push hard with those habits um, because you only get one set of teeth after your baby teeth um, and your permanent teeth come in. So we have to make sure we keep them healthy and cavity free. And and starting indoctrinating, I call it, into your children how important your teeth are throughout your life 
and about your overall systemic health um, throughout your life plays a big part in uh, their mindset moving forward. Yeah, and that goes beyond dentistry, building those habits and getting that muscle memory with things that we need to be doing regularly really helps out. Uh, Dr. Mann, I want to talk about diagnosing decay. How do you do this in your patients when you see them? How, how, how are you able to tell that there's decay happening? Well, you know, it's a, it's a pretty easy thing to see decay. You know, um, if, if when we go in and, we, and I uh, do my uh, uh, exam, I can see decay on the surfaces that are visible to my eye. But like I said, there's many surfaces that are in between your teeth that we can't see. So that is one of the reasons why we have to take bite wing or, or what we call cavity de- uh, detecting x-rays once a year um, uh, to make sure that we uh, can diagnose that decay at an early stage. Um, so, so bite wing x-rays or cavity detecting x-rays are very important. Um, the second thing we do is if we see a stain on a tooth, especially in the deep grooves of the teeth, um, it doesn't necessarily mean it's decay. It could be a stain uh, from drinking too much coffee, uh, a lot of the foods that we eat can cause stains in those grooves. So we actually have um, several things that we can use. Um, a lot of, uh, of, the, of the water that we drink has fluoride, so it can remineralize those areas, and the stain is still there, but it really isn't, there really isn't a need for a filling. So what we do is we take something called a diagnodent, which is a, is, is a laser light, and we shine it on those grooves, and it will give us a number back and that number tells us if that stain is truly decay and is down through the enamel down into the soft part of your tooth then that means you have to have a filling but as long as that um that number and the the magic number is 25 as long as it's 25 or below we just um put fluoride on that area and and try to remineralize it and uh, try to keep the patient from having um to get a filling the other thing that we use is we uh we scan now uh do a digital scan and our digital scan will actually show us decay between the teeth along with the x-rays um so we can use two sets a digital scan and our x-rays to to determine if there's decay between the teeth um but those are really i mean most people know about the little explorer that we use that little sticky pointy um instrument that we use Decay is very soft. So, you know, if that point sticks down into a groove or any part of your tooth, that means there's decay there and it needs to it needs to have a filling. But those are the three basic uh, ways that we um, do it. We also have a, a, a dye that we can actually rub on decay. And if it uh, is decay, it'll di- it'll it'll turn red. Um, if it doesn't turn red, that means there's no decay there. So um, we use that a lot, especially when we're doing fillings to make sure that we got all the decay out before we put the filling in. Um, but those are those are the main uh, things that we use. And if you're worried about that on your end, go schedule an appointment to see Dr. Mann. You can go online to smileman.com. That's Dr. Mann's website, smileman.com. Man with two ends at the end. It's very easy to book an appointment online. Or if you prefer to call the office, that phone number is 919 919- Four six two nine three three eight nine one nine four six two nine three three eight. Doctor Man has three office locations. Find the closest one to you. There's one in Garner, one in Cary, and one in Fuquay, Verena. Smileman.com again is the website to learn more. We're taking a short break, but we'll be right back. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Doctor Charles Ashley Mann on FM ninety eight five AM six eighty WPTF News Talk traffic. 
This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Learn more about Dr. Mann online by going to smileman.com. Smileman.com. Man with two N's at the end. I am Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann and we're finishing up our conversation related to cavities, what causes them, and also how to prevent them. Dr. Mann, we were just having a discussion on diagnosing decay, how you find that in your office with your patients. Let's now get to treatment. So we, we found some decay. What happens next? Well, there's two types of decay. There's incipient decay, which means that decay is still in your enamel. And then there's um, decay that needs a filling. And uh, we that's when that uh, decay actually goes through the enamel into what we call the dentin or the soft part of your tooth. Once it's in the soft part of your tooth, um, then that's when we're concerned. But the biggest thing when it's in your enamel now in dentistry, and this hasn't been um, around uh, too long, um, uh, but in the last five years, our goal is to remineralize uh, the actual decay that uh, exists or the incipient decay that's in your enamel. And uh, this is how we do that. You know, if we see incipient decay between your teeth when, when we're taking those x-rays or we see it um, in the grooves of your teeth and it's not down into the soft part of your tooth, we can use something called silver diamine fluoride. And basically, basically it's a special type of fluoride that we can rub on the actual lesion and it will help remineralize the teeth, um, remineralize that incipient decay so that we don't have to go and put a filling in that area. Um, a lot of times we'll just, in the past, we'd put a watch. Uh, we're going to watch that area to see if it gets deeper. Well, we don't want it to turn into decay. You know, we're trying to be conservative. We're trying to keep the mouth healthy. And we want um, as, uh, the na- as natural approach as we can take. We don't want it to filling if we don't need it. So that stannous fluoride is really good, especially for children. When we see it in, in baby teeth, it's a great way um, to keep the child from having to get fillings early on and, and traumatize them to coming to the dentist. So we, um, we will use this silver diamine fluoride uh, quite a bit to, um, to remineralize the teeth. Once it gets through the dentin, though, um, the stannous, uh, oh, excuse me, the silver diamine fluoride doesn't work. Um, and that's when we have to move for, um, forward with a filling. And the quicker you can get that filling done once it gets through the dentin, the more conservative you can be. I tell a lot of people, if you wait um, to fill a uh, filling until it starts hurting, that means that filling is really big. And that means that that filling is down into or close to your nerve. Once it gets into your nerve, then we're, then we're talking about a root canal and a crown. But if we can get those uh, that decay in the early stages, right as it gets through the enamel to your dentin, we can uh, use these tooth colored fillings. And the good thing about tooth-colored fillings today is they're biocompatible. And what that means is we're not using the silver mercury-based ones anymore. We're using biocompatible tooth-colored fillings that will actually help remineralize that area because decay basically just demineralizes the tooth, and that's what causes cavitations. So it's basically just eating the tooth away. But our goal is to get that filling in as small as we can, and then um, that filling would will start doing its work due to due to the biocompatibility and re- remineralize the area to keep recurrent decay from happening. Recurrent decay is a decay around a filling. So um, it's a great um, thing that's come about in the last two to three years, biocompatible um, restorations. And, and um, I think I think we're going to see this 
uh, type of thing uh, continue to grow and, and, and be even more capable of remineralizing the teeth. Uh, maybe even uh, like silver diamine fluoride, we'll be able to possibly, um, you know, rub uh, this biocompatible liquid on an area that uh, has decay and, and your tooth actually start remineralizing itself. The key is killing that, that bacteria that's in that, that cavitation. And that's what we do when we uh, do a filling is we're removing that soft part of your tooth that's been demineralized, but we're also removing the bacteria. And that's very key. If you don't get all that bacteria out and you go in and you put a filling in, then the chances of the decay uh, continuing to grow is, is very, very probable. Um, but these biocompatible materials, uh, the, the bacteria doesn't like them. So if there is some microscopic bacteria left, these biocompatible materials are showing great promise in uh, killing those bacteria and keeping those bacteria from causing further damage to the tooth. So those are the... Um, uh, of things that we do for decay. But the key here is you've got to go to the dentist. You've got to get those cavity detecting x-rays and don't delay getting a cavity if your dentist tells you to get one. Uh, I mean a filling. Uh, you want to get that filling early because then it's a conservative approach versus something that's going to be, uh, you know, taking a lot of tooth structure away and or, you know, something that's uh, causing an infection in your tooth. And that's what you want to avoid. Yep, this is no different than our overall health. When you ignore signs and symptoms that things are wrong, bad things tend to happen, and it, it tends to make things a lot worse. Uh, well, Dr. Mann, we're approaching the end of the year here. Let's talk about insurance. Will dental insurance help cover the cost of a filling? You know, one of the things I tell people, you know, dental insurance covers a, a part, uh, you know, part of uh, if you have good dental insurance, they'll cover it anywhere from 50 to 80%, some even 100% of fillings. But one thing that they do cover that I tell people is they cover two cleanings a year, which is a great way to prevent decay or a great way for us to detect it in the early stages so that we can um, put that cheap silver diamine fluoride so that the decay doesn't uh, need, you know, turn into a filling. So, so take advantage of using your two uh, free cleanings per year because that is very, very important. I can't tell you how many people uh, don't come in two times a year and they have that de dental insurance, but that's um, the main thing. But yes, most insurance companies will help cover fillings um, when they're needed, but as they get bigger and bigger, um, the amount that they cover percentage wise goes down. Um, it can become something what we call major. And once it becomes a major, um, yes, they help you cover it. But then instead of 80%, they might cover 50 or 40%. So, um, you know, as again, if you have dental insurance, take advantage of it, especially this time of year. You know, a lot of people have unused dental benefits. If you have um, old fillings or you have um, cavities that, have, you know, that you know that you have cavities, now is the time to use that insurance because you lose it December 31st for most insurance policies. You'll you lose a benefit. It does start over January 1st, but if you have a lot of work that needs to be done, you're losing money. You're leaving money on the table. Um, even with uh, certain uh, things like uh, flex spending plan plans, if you put a certain amount of money away and you don't use it by December 31st, a lot of plans, you lose that money. And that's your money. Um, so so take advantage of it. And uh, don't wait till the last minute because our schedules get really busy come December. Um, everybody uh, wants to get in and try to use their benefits. So if you're one of those uh, listeners out there that have been waiting – Go ahead and call because it definitely, if you want a certain time of day or you want a certain day, now's the time to get on the schedule. 
Yep. Don't wait when it comes to your oral health and don't wait when it comes to your money when you're spending that you're spending on insurance. Right. Be sure to make sure that you're using those benefits because as Dr. Mann said, you're paying for them. That's money wasted if you're not doing that. So get a hold of Dr. Mann if you want to schedule an appointment before the end of the year. You can go online to smileman.com. That's Dr. Mann's website, smileman.com. Dot com Man, with two N's at the end, Dr. Man has three office locations. Find the one closest to you, one in Fuquay, Verena, one in Garner, and one in Cary. Again, smileman.com is the website, or you can call the office if you prefer to speak with someone. That phone number is 919-462-9338. 919-462-9338. Dr. Man, what are we going to be talking about next week? Well, a lot of college students are getting ready to come home and guess what they have that they may need uh, done and that is wisdom teeth, getting wisdom teeth removed. So we're going to talk about when to get wisdom teeth out and when to keep them. Excellent. Looking forward to that. We hope you will join us next Sunday. You've been listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Have a wonderful day.